0: Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Donald Novus, who has been with us for more than a year, leaves tonight for a personal appearance and the concert tour. Yes, and we're very happy to have had you with us, Don, and we all wish you every success.
0: Lots of good luck, Don. Thank you, Fibber and Molly. Good night.
1: Good night, all.
0: When Jim Jordan season sneaking up on us, there's been a great public clamor for Fibber to revive his original play, Hiawatha, which you may remember had a long run at the Bijou Theater one night in November 1936. <laughs> and here in the living room at 79 West Vista discussing the revival, we find Fibber McGee and Molly.
1: I told you, Molly, that someday they'd want to revive that play of mine. Seventy days. I don't know how they could revive anything as dead as that. Oh, I don't know. I, I think it's a pretty catchy little play. Say, how do you think Mr. Boomer will play the part of the Indian chief? Oh, he, he'll be okay if we have a big audience. Oh, temperamental, huh? Oh, no, but he says he can always play a buck with more confidence when he's got a full house. <laughs>
2: <laughs> i certainly glad Mr.
1: Gildersleeve's going to be in the place. Ah, oh, me too. He'll be great. Oh, yes. That guy ain't got any more nerves than a set of false teeth. <laughs> Don't worry about Gildersleeve. He'll be... Oh, how do you do, Mrs. Eppington? Oh, how do you do, Mrs. McGee? And Mr. McGee? Hi, Effie. <gasps> I, um, I just thought I'd drop in and discuss this afternoon's rehearsal with you. It went splendidly, didn't it? Oh, I don't know, Uppy. Some of those characters did And didn't you know... are simply magnificent as a director, Mr. McGee. Oh, well. Uh, now tell me, when did uh, you first become interested in theatrical work? Oh, well, I'll tell you, Uppy. <laughs> when I was only seven years old, I went to a corn carnival in Peoria. They was advertising <laughs> a... They was advertising a peep show for 25 cents, and when I went in, all they had was a box of baby chickens. Right then and there, I realized there was dough to be made in the theatrical business. <laughs> well, sir, sure, oh, I started I... Tell me, Mrs. McGee, at the rehearsal this afternoon, did you notice that perfectly absurd Indian costume Mrs. Gildersleeve was wearing? Oh, wasn't it awful, Mrs. Eppington? <laughs> oh, and then in 1909, I seen the dolly... And did and I... you see Mrs. DePopolis thanking herself with a hairbrush? Because he would read somewhere that the Indians tanned their own
3: hives.
1: <laughs> oh, now, did you ever hear that? anything so fantastic? Pent- <laughs> then in about 1914, I seen Raymond Hitchcock and Hitchy You know, but the that... funniest thing to me was when one of the characters came in wearing an Indian headdress with ostrich
2: feathers. And moccasins with four-inch French feet, and it turned out to be you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wasn't that perfectly <laughs> ridiculous? <laughs> Mark,
3: it looked so terrible. Oh! Why, you mean me. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, really, my dear. My costume has assured me. And that from it's... there I went to Hollywood, where I got a job as a director for school kids at a busy intersection. <laughs> Well, sir, I was and did you see, Mrs. Toots? Did you see her in that Indian princess costume with a bustle? (laughs) Wasn't that a dream, Mrs. Toots? it's simply revolting, my dear. (laughs) I spoke to her about it myself. I said, really, Mrs. Toots, I said, is that a bustle, or has your papoose
3: slipped? (laughs) For that time, i seen seen where talking pictures
1: had a real future. So, what does I do but. Oh, I... good heavens, I didn't realize it was so late. I must be going. Oh, and thank you for that wonderful talk about the theater, Mr. McGee. Huh? Well, goodbye. What did she mean to talk about the theater? I couldn't get a word in Edgeway. Oh, well. The way you gals like to rip each other up the back. It's to wonder you ain't born with zippers on your spine. <laughs> Thank goodness we got some good male characters in this play. Say, hey, uh, how will Mr. Gildersleeve do? Oh, I say, don't worry about him. He's wonderful. Why, well, he's the only guy in the whole bunch that I'm absolutely sure of. Oh. You see, he's in the big moment of the play. That's where I come in. Oh. Come in
2: hello, Mr.
1: Gildersleeve. We were just talking about this. Yeah, I was just saying, the old man, that if everybody in this show was as dependable as you... McGee? Huh? I... I can't go through with it.
3: What? <laughs> well,
1: what do you mean,
4: Gildersleeve? Well, frankly, McGee, I... Well, I don't know.
1: <laughs>
4: How do you feel when you have stage fright?
1: Why, that's easy, Mr. Gildersleeve. With stage fright, you have hot and cold running water in your arteries... And your hands feel like they belong to somebody else, and you wish they did. Oh, that's me. (laughs) But, Gildersleeve, you don't mean to tell me you have stage fright. Why, I was
4: depending on you. I'm sorry, McGee. My goodness. I don't know what's come over me. Well? I'm simply terrified.
1: Oh, well, that's too bad, Mr. Gildersleeve. Oh, come, come, Rocky. You can do it all right. After all, I've seen you make a speech at the annual Rotary Club's banquet and never even fiddle with a fork.
4: Yes, McGee, but, but that's different. I've been making that same speech
0: for twenty years. But this. No, 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 I can't do
3: it, McGee.
1: Oh, come on, Gildersleeve. You only got one line. All you have to say is, here comes he, Arthur now. Yeah? Sure. That's all there's to it. Go ahead, let's see you let see you
0: do it. All right, I'll try, McGee. Uh, here, here comes, here, here, what for now? Oh,
1: well, heavenly days, now, what's the matter with that? Those pauses were very dramatic.
0: <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> 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 Why, just
1: Gildersleeve. You ain't got a thing to worry about. Being nervous makes just for a good performance. Well, do you? I don't know, McGee. And I know what I'm talking about, too. Why, when I was only a kid three years old, I started to be interested in theatricals. Why, when I was four, I built my first theater out of a box that my father brought home from the office. Box Office McGee, I was known as. (laughs) Box Office McGee, the boy the last for Broadway, buying, booking, bartering big batches of backdrop biters, busy as a bee, bringing a big boon in business to bear boxes and balconies, ballyhooing buffoons like Ben Blue, Ben Bernie, and Ben Hur, and bragged about as the Bo Brummel of the Barnstormers, from Boston's burlesque, bold, and rich to the brassy bands of the Bay of Biscay. to get to the theater in time to check the scenery and costumes. Here, right down this alley here. Seventy days. Why do all stage doors have to be up a dark, dirty old alley? Oh, don't sneer, Mrs. McGee. That's a valuable tradition. It brings the actors back to reality. What do you mean, reality? Well, for instance, when an actor's playing Henry VIII and takes off his gold sword and diamond-studded helmet and steps out of the theater into an alley full of stray cats and garbage cans, he realizes he ain't a king. No. <laughs> Just a mug with an overdue laundry bill and his name spelled wrong in the reviews. Hey, <laughs> that ain't a bad idea. Hi, mister. Oh, hello there, little girl. What you doing? Mm? I says, what you what you waiting here for? You got a friend in the show?
2: No. Oh, you ain't, huh? Sure.
1: Oh, you have?
2: No. Huh? Hmm? <laughs> oh, never mind. Okay. Say, mister, what time do they see the actress?
1: Well, that's a tough one to answer, sis. A lot of actors have asked that same question.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> one side, sis. We got to go in the theater.
2: Oh, well, gee, can I please have your lot of giraffes? can I please? And can I?
1: my what?
2: Your auto dress?
1: Well, oh, you mean my autograph. <laughs> Why, sure. <of
2: course.
1: laughs> there you are.
2: Oh, you just signed your name. Well,
1: oh, what'd you expect? My address, phone number, and blood
2: pressure? Oh, gee, for two bits, I can send to Hollywood and get a big picture of almost anybody. Signed to my dear little pal and faithful member of the Hoosers fan club with the affectionate regards of...
1: Oh, you can, eh? Yeah. Well, I guess you know your way around all right. Incidentally, you're kind of young to be a stage door Jenny, ain't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: no. Oh, yes, yeah, you are. But that's okay. Why, when I was a young fellow, I used to be one myself.
2: Oh, Annette? Why, sure.
1: <laughs> I was always sporting around with some beautiful actress. Oh, gee.
2: Sarah yeah. yeah, Bernhardt, had a best <laughs>
1: Well, I wouldn't go that far back, sis. (laughs) hear her talk, Molly, she don't even know what a stage door Johnny is. Oh, yes, I do.
2: Oh, no, you don't. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, yes, I do.
1: Oh, what is it, then?
2: Well, a stage door Johnny is a sap who hangs around with orchids in his hand and dough in his jeans. Waiting for a chorister with knots in her legs and larceny in her
1: heart. Well, come on, Molly. Let's go in.
4: Uh, sorry there, kids. You can't come in. Actors only. What do you mean, actors
1: only? Oh, hello there, Johnny. Hello, daughter. Didn't recognize you. <laughs>
2: Has uh, Billy Mills and the officer arrived yet?
1: See? We was wondering if Billy Mills and his boys are in the pit. <laughs> Incidentally, you know why they put them fellas down in that pit, old-timer. It's the only way you can make a musician look up to an actor.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> that ain't the way I hear it. <laughs> the
4: way I hear it, one fella says to the other, fella. says... <laughs> I just read where there's more horses in this country than there ever was. Think you'll ever replace the automobile? No, says Tutterfeller. Not entirely. Anyway, not until they can cover baseballs with the skin of a Buick. (laughs) (laughs) Say, you kids better get
1: dressed.
3: Okay. All right, folks,
1: now. Now, has everybody got their parts? So all the costumes okay?
2: <laughs>
1: Say, <Safe> Flipper. <ever. laughs> oh, for goodness' sake, Mr.
2: Wilcox, not so loud. will hear you are, Oh, I'm sorry. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm glad
1: to see
0: you got a good looking Indian costume, Harlow. Thanks.
1: <laughs> oh,
4: <geez. laughs> Say, do uh, you
0: mind if I make a little curtain seat to kind of tie in with the show?
4: <laughs> Must be a very funny
1: speech, but I'm afraid not, Harold. If there's any speech-making to be done, I'll do it.
2: <laughs> Why, Mr. Wilcox, what did you want to tell them? And what do you mean, tying with the show? Well... <laughs>
0: Well, I, I wanted to say something about another redskin bites the dust, and then something about dust bites another redskin because he didn't have sense enough to avoid dust and dirt in his wigwam by using Johnson's self polishing blowcoat.
3: <laughs>
0: you know, the no rubbing, no bobbing floor polish that shines as it dries?
3: <laughs>
1: I think it would be very neat. <laughs> Hey, what's the matter with you, Wilcox? That was a cute idea, but it wasn't that good. <laughs> it wasn't? <What?
3: laughs>
1: oh,
4: yes, it wasn't. No! <laughs>
2: what a oh. What? Oh,
4: you mean what am I laughing
2: at?
3: <laughs> I can't help it. <laughs> the feathers in this darn dress keep tickling the back of my neck. <laughs> hey, what do you say, Jackson? <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, that beautiful number by Donald Novice and the Paul Taylor choristers denoted the lapse of two hours and two acts of Hiawatha. So we proceed with the third smashing act of this gripping drama. As the curtain rises, Pocahontas is talking with her father, Chief Powhatan.
1: And what does my father, the mighty Chief Powhatan, think of my lover?
4: Well, now, my little beaver dam, or dame, I don't believe I caught the name, but if he is a mighty warrior, perhaps he is the right lad for you.
1: (laughs) He is Giawatha, father, and he is strong. He is brave. He is handsome. He is... Well, in fact, Popsy, he's Clark Gable with feathers.
4: (laughs) Why doesn't Pocahontas rave about some handsome local brave? I'd like to see you share your tent with someone who's a local Jan.
1: Hush, Father. He comes. Hiawatha comes.
4: Here comes Hiawatha Now. Hi,
1: Pocahontas. Hi, Iwatha. <laughs> Whither comest thou hither from? From the shores of Hoochie from the shining big sea water. I have come for Pocahontas. Tell your dad I want his daughter. <laughs> welcome, welcome, keep our or uh, to our teepee. <laughs> mighty warrior. Listen, Pokey, tell your father not to sneer at Hiawatha. If he does not care for strangers, he is just a dog in manger. Say not so, my Hiawatha. He is but the chief, my father. He is old and though he's flighty, he is Powhatan the mighty. Father, this is Hiawatha. Hiawatha's my boyfriend.
4: <laughs> Hello, my boy. I hear you're smartin'. Smotin'. <laughs> smith Martin, smart Martin, it's the same. There is no difference. <laughs> welcome, welcome, Hiawatha. Stick around and meet your in-laws. Incidentally, where are you from, kid? I have come from Jamestown, thither. They are all in quite a dither. They are planning a
1: Thanksgiving.
4: They should be thankful. They are living.
1: <laughs> and what of us, my Hiawatha? How does this affect the Redskins?
4: We are all invited hither. They're having turkey, and I
1: love it. It's a break. We must not muff
4: it. I should say so here, Walter. I always think that I have got luck when I'm asked to share some potluck. But the sky looks like we'd have wet weather, so I'll go put on my rubber feather.
1: What's this mini ha-ha rumor, or has gossip pulled a bloomer? He's just an old friend of the family. Just a squaw that men forget.
2: <laughs>
1: she gave me one ha ha too many. Too many ha ha's she was giving. Ah, then come, my Hiawatha. Let us walk into the forest. That's a thought, my harness. We will walk by spruce and birch trees, by the whispering pines and hemlock, by the gurgling streams and brooklets,
0: by a can of Johnson's Glowcoat. <laughs> by and large, it is the finest. <laughs>
1: Oh, you've got me! Eowulf never misses. Come on, Pokey, let's try some kisses. Ah, what is that? I hear a crashing. Hark! If you can stop your mashing, it's probably a bear or Hober or Henry Wadsworth turning over. <laughs> It is Palachan, my father. They are noisy. They are fearful. They give me an awful earful. Me too. Hiawatha, Here, hears here's them whooping. Listen to that whoop-a-dooping. It is not their fears, I fear. It is just their hoops, my dear.
3: <laughs>
1: if I were you, I'd make for home. They plan to devastate your doves. You lose your hair and I lose you. I wouldn't blame you if you blew. <laughs> Say not
4: so, my sweetheart, true. I'll stay and shoot a buck or two. <laughs> Look, my boy, see it's this way. My warriors seem to resent my daughter marrying outside the tribe. The tribe thinks we should beat your brains out. Huh?
1: <laughs> All right, wait hey, Oh, father, <laughs> oh, make them stop that yelping. My lover's bald and not worth scalping. <laughs> Never mind them pokey honest. It appears they just don't want it. If these boys are really sore, that's
4: all there is. There ain't no more. Mindfold him. That's it. No. Uh, 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 I'll bring him over to this stump, and if he struggles, slug the chump. Oh. Father. Careful there. Be quiet, daughter. This guy gilded laughing water. What? Just got this wire, Racine, Wisconsin, where Minnehaha works for Johnson. <laughs> says she had him in the halter, but he faded at the altar. All right, boys. No. <laughs> no. All right, boys. Let me at him with this tomahawk. Now, where I put that tomahawk?
3: <laughs>
4: tomahawk, tomahawk. I have it right here someplace. Let's see. Here's a postcard from my boot black. Says they sent his father back to the prison farm. Oh, well, nothing like making hay while the sun shines. (laughs) A Credit card on a Chinese flop house. Very luxurious joint, too. Orientals all over the floor. (laughs) A check for a short beer. Well, well, imagine that. No tomahawks. Yes, I'll have to use this war club. Ooh. Ready, boys? When I say three, bash his brains out. <laughs> Maybe we should have brought a smaller club.
1: <laughs> oh, dear Walter, darling, do not let them bump you off. Goodbye, poker hunter. Tell the costumer I died with his moccasins on.
3: <laughs>
4: not so, my boy. We cannot do it. If we went on, we both would rue it. Hey, what do you mean, Powhatan? History says you were saved, uh-huh. and who am I to make a mug out of history? Oh, yeah! Yeah!
1: Ah, you are saved, Hiawassee saved, and we will live happily ever after. Well, where's the pause? Didn't, didn't they get the idea? Didn't who get the idea? The audience. Oh, them! They went home long ago. Roll oh, <laughs> downs. Sorry to announce.